Hello and welcome, I'm Roddy. And I'm Charlie. And you've joined us for... Stage Door! We have a fantastic hour for you talking all things theatre, film and arts, including... Lifting the curtain, giving you the inside info and all that's going on nationally, locally and digitally. Absolutely, we'll be snooping around backstage to bring you the news, the gossip and our pick of the week. The studio phone is glowing, ready to receive your ringing requests. I wonder who'll be on the line today. <laughs> you can join us and take part in Name That Show, where we ask you to guess the musical from three brief clips of songs... Then there's our quick quiz, where it's my turn to put Roddy on the spot with my five of my own taxing theatre questions. Later on, don't miss Out of the Vault, where we share the plot of a show that you might not have heard of. Then don't miss our spotlight interview with Patty Boulay. Yay, and that's all rushing your way before midday here on Stage Door. Live across the Thames Valley, this is River Radio. Nice to have my third special guest host in the studio. Thank you very Welcome, much. Welcome, Charlie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, not bad, thank you. It's a little bit overcast. Last time I was here, it was nice and bright and sunny. What have you done with my spring? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not in control of the weather. <laughs> do you know Faulty Towers? I do know Faulty I Towers. Faulty Towers. It just reminded me, Polly, what have you done with my hotel? Charlie, what have you done with my... Yeah, puzzle. I love that opening joke in that first episode when he's doing... On those trays. There is, Manuel, there is too much butter on those trays. <laughs> Uno, dos, tres. Such a brilliantly written joke. What's your favourite comedy? My favourite comedy? Like if you were just kicking back late one evening and you were like whacked on Netflix, what would, you, what would be your go-to? Ace Ventura. Any of them. I love oh, really? Ace Ventura. Yes. I haven't seen them for years. I mean, I saw them when they first came out. Makes me feel old. But yeah, I haven't seen them for ages. Perfect Sunday show. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. good, good uh, rainy matinee viewing, isn't it? <laughs> now, for anyone who uh, was listening last week, you might have spotted that I, I pronounced our spotlight interviewee's name incorrectly throughout the show, because I know her by her married name. And so only once the interview started, which is obviously pre-recorded, and I'd spoken to her at the time, and gone, oh, what, what would you like me to call you? Did I go, oh no. <laughs> so if you spotted that, well done. But then I redeemed myself, because you probably heard we played Billy Elliot. Yes. So we played Electricity. And that song was rattling around my head all week. And I realised it sounds a little bit like Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. Really? Which, given it's the same composer, yeah, there's a bit, there's a tiny bit of the melody. I might see if I can fish it out mm -hmm. for Joe next week to run it past an authority. But, <laughs> I mean, it's probably only just a slight transition or a chord change, but something's just suddenly reminiscent. I found myself singing Billy Elliot and then singing Don't Let the Sun. Um, uh, have you been to see any theatre recently? Recently, yes, I went to see Come From Away last week. Did you? Incredible show. Have you seen it before? No, first time. Oh. I was with my mum and she's seen it before and in tears the whole oh, time. It's yeah. a beautiful production. It's one of those shows that I'm evangelical about. Like, it, People are like, yeah, but you've seen it. Do you want to go again? Like, yep. yes. Like your mum. <laughs> yeah. Are we going again? Would you take people again? Absolutely. Absolutely. What did you like about it? Um, that... It's it's such like a dark story, but they yeah. managed to bring in such a community and like fun aspect, which you wouldn't yeah. have expected from this musical. I was ready to go in and be like, get the tissues ready. But yeah. I was laughing, having proper belly laughs the whole yeah, time. Yeah. So it's Light really splinters through, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, and that's what you want from the theatre, right? You want to be able to laugh and cry. No, absolutely. Uh, I went. To, I trailed last time that I was going to another press night, and I think the less <laughs> said about that, the better. Um, so I don't chance sully the name of that theatre or some of my friends. Um, uh, also, I went to something I really loved, which was the Tower Theatre. Mm -hmm. So I went to uh, the Tower Theatre, not been there before, um, and, and I watched some Nick Hearn shorts. Nick Hearn is one of those um, producers of uh, playwrights, one of the publishers of, of new plays. And it was each show was about 10, 15 minutes long. 
So not particularly long. I quite like a short burst of mm. a play. It's really good. And uh, it was Prodigal by Kalungi Sebandeki, uh, which I really, really loved. Um, and it, the star, the runaway star the whole evening for me was a Yinka Yusuf who just smashed it. Like it was this beautiful story of a son coming home after their mother had died mm. and he'd missed the funeral. So there's a lot of politics rumbling around, you know, family history under there. And it managed to be emotional and funny and felt really alive. It was a really spirited performance. So I really enjoyed that. And we're going to see Private Lives later. Exciting. Yeah, we're going on a <laughs> theatre trip. We mentioned it a few weeks ago, mm. the Nigel Havers production coming to the Oxford Playhouse. And we're off to see it tonight. <gasps> right, let's jump into Name That Show. Name That Show. The sun will come out. <laughs> uh, do you know what that is, Charlie? I think I do. You might have a little idea. A little one. Right, so this is the segment of our show where we're going to play you a clip of a musical, a song from a musical, and we want you to do what? Name that show. <laughs> well done, Charlie. I just pointed at the girl and was like, come on. Yeah, we want you to name that show. We want you to identify from which musical that, come, that comes. So I'll play it again. Here it is. The sun will come out. Oh, so cute. Right, Charlie, what should people do if they think they can name that show? Email at river. <laughs> this is harder. I understand what Jesse was talking about. Roddy at river.radio. Very good. Yeah. So Roddy at river.radio. Ordinarily it would be Joe, but she's I mean she she is online. She's messaging me technical advice. So hello Joe in in Australia. What time of the day is it there? It's probably about four o'clock in the morning. Wow. Uh, but yes, email Roddy at river.radio if you can identify what that is, and you'll get two more clips throughout the course of the hour for you to try and figure out what musical that is. What are you giggling at? Oh nothing. <laughs> People messaging you as well. Oh. Right, I'm going to revive a segment which I did with Finn, did with Jesse, mm-hmm. which is to find out a little bit about our guest host, Charlie. It's a great one. <laughs> yeah, oh, classic number. <laughs> Apparently, it's ten o'clock in uh, ten o'clock in Australia. Hello, Joe. Thanks for <laughs> keeping tabs on us. The manager's listening. Quick, ready? Right. So, things I want to know about you. Firstly. How old are you? I am 17, 18 in a couple of weeks. I am 17, <laughs> going on 18. Um, what are you going to do for your 18th? I'm just going to have a little party. Um, well, yeah, just a little, little, little low-key party. party. I do want to have, um, I think we're going to do an escape room in the day, Ooh. something I've always wanted to do, so Fun. hopefully I'll get out. Whereabouts is that? Uh, I think we're going to go to one in Windsor. Uh, so there's one in Windsor, very mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what are you doing at the moment in life, please? I'm studying at the Jam Academy, um, <laughs> doing auditions and kind of just hoping for the best, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very <laughs> yeah. good, putting yourself out there. How are the auditions going? Good, yeah. I've done all my first round auditions. I'm kind of just waiting to hear back at this point. Yeah. But fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, that thing where actors from whatever audition you do, waiting is yeah. such a hard game. You try and trick yourself into thinking, it's gone, it didn't happen, mm. never mind. But the phone rings are an unknown number yep. that calls you and you're like, <laughs> who is it? Um, is there anyone you're a super fan of? Like if there was somebody you could meet, who's, mm. who are you a fan of? I love Tim Minchin. Oh, great. I love. Um, I did a production of Matilda recently and I kind of just been like, 
yeah, Tim Minchin. Yeah. But actually, uh, I watched him in Jesus Christ Superstar when they were doing the, the show Must Go On, Andrew Lloyd Webber performances, and um, him as Judas was actually incredible. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I I'd always that. known him as like a writer. I didn't realise he could sing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I follow him on Instagram, and he's just a great, normal, normal guy. And what, what more could you ask for? He's very principled, isn't he? Yeah. Do you know his yeah. song about gingers? I don't think okay, so. Look that up. Your, um, <laughs> take your canvas bags to the supermarket. He's got some banging anthems. Mm. I saw him at the Edinburgh Fridge years really? ago, and I was sort of a bit like, yeah, he's, he's perfectly nice. Like, mm. yeah, good co- songs, good comedy. It's a very different style. But throughout the course of the evening, like two hours, you just get completely seduced by that yeah. quite whimsical. There's something quite Bill Bailey about it. It's yeah, a bit sort of yeah. off, the, off the beaten track observational, isn't it? Right, great. And bucket list stuff. Is there anything that you've got a big dream to try and... I really want to go to Antarctica. (laughs) I want to have like gone across all the continents just to explore as much as possible, Um, and hopefully get there before it melts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, off to see the penguins. Yeah, of course, the penguins. Antarctica. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! That's a great. Uh, and when do, is there a particular point by which you want to have achieved that? Eighteen. How long you got? A week? Oh, uh, <laughs> hop on that boat. Fifty. Fifty. 50. Okay. I'm, put, I'm giving giving myself time. Yeah, yeah. Joe, what's on your bucket list for by the time you're fifty? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Right now, let's lift the curtain. snoop around backstage after that creepy little music to try and work out what's going on and bring you the hottest picks of the listings from nearby and further afield. Charlie, what have you got? Yeah, so the Wickham Swan is bringing Blood Brothers to us from the 22nd to the 26th of March. Um, This is known as the Standing Ovation Show. It's written by Willie Russell and tells a tale of twins who are separated at birth, who grow up on opposite sides of the tracks and meet again later on in life. Um... The National Lottery is also subsidising 180,000 tickets in, in theatres across the UK. So Wickham Swan are doing two-for-one two on select musicals. So make sure to check that out. That is the 22nd to the 26th of March at the Wickham Swan. OK, so yeah, that's a couple of weeks, isn't it? Have you seen it before? No, I haven't. It's a great one. It's very emotional. It's quite yeah. sort of out there and raw and visceral. It's mm-hmm. some, yeah, it is great fun. It's been touring for years because uh, Bill Kenwright makes yeah. such uh, a packet out of it. And <laughs> um, I did a show with Willie Russell years ago and he's such a lovely man and that was such a sort of surprise yeah. I mean granted there's Shirley Valentine and um, Educating Rita as well but mm. Blood yeah. Brothers has really endured and there's a cracking poem from it called Our Sammy I Wish I Was Our Sammy yes. which I did as one of my first poems when I was a drama kid like, <laughs> I'm familiar with that one <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, there's some really, very cheeky bits in that but yeah it's such a it's it is emotional. Do you know the um, main song, Tell Me It's Not True? Yes, yeah. It's a cracking Kiki D recording, that, <laughs> which I think we've played on stage door before. Really? Um, right, so something I spotted just uh, it was staying in the local area here mm. in the Thames Valley, Norden Farm, mm-hmm. beautiful venue. Um, they're now open five days a week. So they're open Tuesday to Saturday, 11 a.m. till 10 p.m. Wow. Lovely long opening hours, partly because, of course, they've got their cafe bar. Yeah. So you can go there for lunch, dinner, drinks. Just I mean, the barn is so lovely in itself. Uh, and of course, as the uh, if the sunshine ever comes back, they've <laughs> got that terrace, and I think there's even a heated flipping marquee. Oh gosh, that lovely thing that post lockdown we have inherited is outdoor space. There's mm. loads more outdoor <laughs> space. Yeah, that's true. Um, which, and I'm increasingly comfortable just to sit outside. Yeah, it might be a bit chilly, but pff, never mind. No, like you can enjoy the sun warming yeah. your skin a little bit, and so long as you, and we know now the value of fresh air. Yeah, but so long as you're safe, like you can 
hang out. Anyway, Norden Farm, great place to go and visit. They've got live events like comedy, music, family shows, markets, and um, films. They've always got films. They've got West Side Story, Licorice. Licorice. <clears throat> How, how do you spell it? How do you say this? Licorice. 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 Yeah. Do you know what? I teach English, and I was looking at going licorice, <laughs> licorice. Licorice. It suddenly looked Italian. Licorice pizza. What have you heard of that? No, I Unusual haven't. Unusual one. Sounds yeah. a bit art housey. Probably find out now it's a massive, ridiculous comedy film. With yep. <laughs> and then Canto, which has obviously got that brilliant song by Lin Manuel Miranda <sighs> in it as well. So Norden Farm. What else have you got? Yeah, so I'm moving a little bit more central. Um, so fantastically great women who ruled the world. Um, it's co-written by Miranda Cooper, who actually wrote some of the music for Girls Aloud. Oh really? Uh, such songs as The Sound of the Underground and Love Machine. Oh, um, bangers! I know it's a musical. <laughs> It's a musical that showcases great women such as Emmeline Pankhurst, Frida Kahlo, Amelia Earhart and Rosa Parks and many more. Um, and that is in the Theatre Royal Stratford from June 15th to June 17th. So if you're a Girls Aloud fan, check that out. <laughs> yeah, get down there. Advance notice. Yeah. Now, something sad that happened since we were last on air is that Jamal Edwards died, uh, which is an absolute blow. I mean, he, he said, be the change you want to see in the world. And it's something that he tried to live by. And this is on one of those tube boards, you know, when mm, they write yes. up something inspirational. So, I mean, he was, uh, I mean, what was he, 32? Wow. Really, really sad. Anyway, um, if we can look at music and culture in the same way, people won't be told, no, you can't do that. They'll chase bigger dreams and be free to express themselves how they want. The arts can be the most powerful vehicle for change and should be respected as such. That's what beautiful I words really... to live by. And particularly sort of echoing, resonating off that conversation we had yeah. a couple of weeks ago on Stage Door about how the arts need people to sort of mm. back them and be passionate about them and keep funding them as well. So Absolutely. lovely because it allows people to express themselves. Mm. Incredible. I keep hearing stories of how he's touched so many lives mm. and looked after so many people. Like he gave Ed Sheeran his first guitar. Yeah. Like, wow. Whoa. Um, such a lovely guy. Anyway, um, sadly he's passed away. Uh, so we're, I'm very sorry to hear that. Uh, other gossip, um, just looking around what's been happening in the news theatre-wise. Did you hear that the RSC's lead actor from Midsummer Night, um, uh, Much Ado About Nothing, mm. has quit? Really? So Michael Belogan, who's an incredible actor, like he went to RADA, I think. He was, he was, I think he was a, um, a prisoner who was mm. on day release and was sort of trying to be um, slowly uh, welcomed back into the community. And he worked on the bar at RADA and went, I think I fancy this. He's <laughs> an incredible actor. But the cast was announced of, I think, an all-black uh, cast for Much Ado About Nothing at the RSC. And loads of people, like, the sort of um, gutter right wing kicked off and were like, oh, I don't want this. I, d I really hope it wasn't that he didn't feel welcome. I really hope yeah. that he didn't feel that... Because theatre's a safe space. So, sadly, uh, he's left the show. But um, his understudy in that wonderful... Um, example of how understudies are so important to have on shows, has stepped up and is going to play Benedict for the rest of the run. Oh what an incredible gosh. chance to just, like, bang, yeah. you're on, mate. Yeah. Uh, and they've delayed press night by a couple of days just to um, make mm. him feel comfortable. But amazing. And then um, other gossip. Did you hear National Theatre's uh, Artistic Director Rufus Norris saying that Netflix and Amazon are stealing all the actors? I did not. Uh, hello, uh, Rufus. If you looked <laughs> at more people... Yep. If you cast mm. beyond the pool of the people, you know, the same 40 names off the television all the time, he's been absolutely lambasted for this. I think he's probably crawled back mm. in underneath the duvet and gone, oh, no. Um, because I know that once upon a time, the National had three piles mm. um, for casting. The pile of people that they had in the building already, the pile of people that they'd worked with before, and the pile of people they'd never seen. Mm. And they looked at them for any show in that order. So who's in the building, who we've already worked with, and who we've never seen. 
in that order, which is dreadful because really what、mm. you want is let's start afresh, start、yeah. with pile three, please. So、uh, yeah, interestingly, that、uh, not surprisingly, he's come under fire for that. And、um, anything else you've got over there? Yeah. So speaking of.、Um, Kind of.、Uh, BBC <laughs> Arts has、um, revealed that from April, BBC Four will be programming a dedicated Sunday night performance every week, showcasing the best in theatre, dance, spoken word, and opera. And then, speaking of much ado,、um, there are some of the shows included will be the Royal Shakespeare Company's,、uh, yeah, a production of Much Ado About、oh, Nothing.、Great. Yep,、uh, Prisoner C Three Three, a new one man play starring Toby Stevens, as well as four shows from across the globe's twenty five year history. So、oh. that is. From April, BBC Four. Oh, brilliant! I like BBC Four.、Mm. There's something you know when you know when if ever you have one of those nighttime teas. Yeah, you have, and you know what I'm talking、yes. about, or a sparkling water in a restaurant. <laughs>、uh, like BBC Four is one of those like, oh, I feel a bit like I'm getting art. I'm, yes, I'm,、uh, yeah. Or, you know, like eating a kiwi. Suddenly you feel a little <laughs> bit more zen, a little bit more grown up, a little bit fresher. Yeah, that sounds great. Right, we've got loads more stuff to put to pull out from underneath the curtain.、Uh, let's listen to spread the love around though. Whilst we poke around, lifting the curtain. All things being even, here's what I believe in: nothing matters more than love, friendship, and affection. Real connection—it's a gift from above. Every song that we play, every prayer that we pray, makes a bond in a way that's profound. We're just here to spread that love all around.
a tune. Oh, banger. That's great. I know. I'm actually playing Mother Superior in the British Theatre Academy's production coming up soon. Amazing. Get your habit on. Brilliant. This is River Radio. You can listen on our website at river.radio, on our mobile app for Apple and Android, search for River Radio Live. You can tell Alexa, play River Radio, and any second now on DAB. Woo-woo, yeah, coming very soon, imminent. Right now, a couple of other things from me. Um, After the End is on till Saturday the 26th of March. So Nick Blood from Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is in it, with Amica Okafor from The Sun at the Kiln and the West End. Um, It's a city under attack from a nuclear blast this is a Dennis Kelly play you'll be surprised to hear Um, and it's a chilling play that examines what it's about to endure catastrophe and I think we mentioned it before but not exactly what it's about it's about a city under attack from a nuclear blast which feels incredibly prescient uh, and current so as the dust settles Louise wakes to find herself in a fallout shelter with Mark the colleague who saved her life and they have enough water and food to last two weeks but there's obviously a bit of intrigue there this is at the Stratford East Theatre so um, Theatre or Stratford East brilliant theatre great place to go go and see after the end that's on till saturday the 26th of march and it's directed by olivier award winner lindsay turner so in pretty good hands there and then something the last thing i wanted to mention is uh, bloody difficult women (laughs) so this is director directed by stephen unwin it's tim walker's new play and it's looking at recent politics all that sort of tumultuous recent politics played out as a power struggle between mrs miller who brought a court case against mrs may theresa may and that's on till the 19th of march at the riverside studios in hammersmith so just (laughs) at the other end of the thames valley so that might be something you want to go and check out but now it's time for our pick of the week Did you see Small Island? I did not. It's an incredible play. So it's an adaptation by Helen Edmondson of Andrea Levy's prize-winning novel. And it's back at the National. It got five Mm -hmm. stars. It was called Resonant, Funny, Moving. And it's a quite tangled story. It's quite emotionally um, uh, tense. Like, there's quite a lot going on in it. Um, But I absolutely adored it. It's rare that you find a show now that fills the Olivier, Mm. and it absolutely does. It welcomes a really um, encouragingly diverse crowd. Like, it's a lot more cosmopolitan in that building than (laughs) it usually is. Um, Because it's uh, about Hortensi, who yearns for a new life away from rural Jamaica, Gilbert, who dreams of becoming a lawyer, and Queenie, longing to escape their Lincolnshire roots. And it follows their lives through the Second World War, Um, until HMT Empire Windrush arrives at Tilbury. So this is the Windrush story. Um, And it sort of looks at all those hopes that these people have for the future hitting, butting up against the stubborn reality of post-war Britain. So um, it's quite it's quite reflective, mm. and it's quite challenging. I think as a white person to watch it and realise, you know, what we've done as yeah. a country. But it's also really uplifting and exciting and funny. Um, and the cast is huge. You know, I think there must be community in it as well. But it's a really brilliant play to go and see. That's on well into April, and that's Small Island at the Olivier at the National Theatre on South Bank in London. Right, time for part two of Name That Show. Name that show. I just stick up my chin and grin. Wow, that was was very short. That's a quick bit. Wasn't ready for that to be that quick. (laughs) Right. Um, Nobody has emailed me, which is a curious mistake because, come on. I mean, surely, surely from there. Let's let's, let's listen to that again. (laughs) I just stick up my chin and grin. Oh, I lied. Kevin's been in touch. Kevin's been in touch and he thinks. 
that he's got it right. And I can tell him he's on the money. So, right, here's, here's Joe's leaderboard. Oh. Right, there you go. Yeah. Thank you very so, much. what I need you to do is in the first column, because actually that did come in at 11.07. Oh. Um, in the first column, yep. jot down Kevin there for me. So, he's got it right. I won't say what it is yet, because obviously other people playing Ooh. might get it after the second and third one. Yep. And there's still chance to be in with a chance of a prize from Joe once Ooh. she's back. She might land and suddenly feel generous. Uh, so, yes, just you'll have got to um, just dust the glitter off your hands because there's quite a lot of sequins all over that but yes <laughs> keeping the leaderboard going keeping it alive can you guess this show I just stick up my chin and grin uh, <laughs> I really want to sing the next bit anyway right now it's time for our ringing request uh, are you good on the telephone Charlie yeah, I'd say. Yeah, basically a professional call centre operator. Oh, definitely. Now, I have an inkling that this is someone you know. Really? Uh, so I just, uh, I'm going to just set up the phone for you. I've, I've lost the sound effect. Hello? Hi, Joe and Roddy. This is Joe. I'm really enjoying your show. Um, I'm just wondering if you could please play Imelda Staunton singing Losing My Mind from Follies. Um saw the show a couple of years ago at the National and it was just the most beautiful production I've ever seen and Imelda was superb and it would um, make my day to hear it again. Thank you. I wonder who that is. (laughs) (laughs) Might it be your mother? (laughs) I don't know. Great song. I I love the the face you pulled when she said hello Joe and Rod. You're like, "Uh, excuse Excuse me. me. Also what's making a day is listening to you, I'm sure. But anyway, it's losing my mind.
It's like I'm losing my mind All afternoon doing every little chore The thought of you stays bright Sometimes I stand in the middle of the floor Not going left Not going Just being kind Or am I Losing song did you go no i didn't <laughs> my mum and my sister they went and left me home oh, i have exactly the same story about evita <laughs> i've still never seen evita and i sort of feel on a point of principle i shouldn't go because my parents went on a date night when i was um. about six and i was <laughs> desperate to go and wasn't invited oh so always beautiful. how it is i happen to know that they were hoping that was basically a warm-up an emotional and physical uh, warm-up for her to go to Broadway with Gypsy, which I still really? don't think has happened. Did you see Gypsy with her? Nope. These are both. I think they're online, so they're well worth. I think I've seen a few clips. See them, see them digitally. Right now, here we go. There's loads still to come, including our spotlight interview with Patty Boulay. But now it's the quick quiz. <laughs> You're, you're the quiz host this yes, week. I oh, am. she's turning over. No peeking. Yeah, no peeking. No she's turning peaking. it over. It's all very secretive over there. You might as well erect a little barricade so I can't yeah. see. Right, off we go. Yeah, okay. So, number one. Mm-hmm. In the sound of music, who is the youngest member in the Von Trapp family and <laughs> how old are they? <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, I should know that, shouldn't I? But as we've discovered in recent weeks on stage door, <laughs> I don't really know the sound of music. Okay, question two. Question two. What musical features these props? A fish, guitar, yellow hat and beer. Okay, yeah, that one I know. <laughs> That's a cheeky one. Yeah. And question three. Dame Judi Dench was originally set to play the role of Grisabella in Cats, but due to an injury was unable to perform. Who then played that role? Ah, that's a great little anecdote, yeah. (laughs) Okay, and then number four. How many colours are there in Joseph's amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat? (laughs) Do you know, I've been asked this before by Joe, Mm. and I remember going away, miffed that I'd got it wrong, (laughs) and and forgetting to try and check it. (sighs) Ah. I can give you multiple choice if that's that's needed. No, no, no. Okay, okay. And then this is one... Just for a bit of fun. <laughs> in High School Musical, what is the name of the character who likes to bake and what does he cook? <laughs> I've got confession. 
I've never, I've never seen High School Musical, your face. Outrage. Maybe that can be an email in answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, help me out, help me out. Roddy at river.radio. Uh, would you like those again? Yeah, go yeah. for it. <clears throat> Give us a quick recap. Question one. In The Sound of Music, who is the youngest member of the Von Trapp family and how old are they? Mm-hmm. Question two. What musical features these props? Fish, guitar, yellow hat and beer? Ding Judy Dench was originally set to play the role of Grisabella in Cats, but due to an injury was unable to perform. Who then played that role? And number four, how many colours are there in Joseph's amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat? <sighs> number five, in High School Musical, what is the name of the character who likes to bake and what does he cook? Right, okay. I, I just got higher and higher. Stratospheric, <laughs> 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 you're about to take off like an air, airplane. Right, okay. You've got three minutes. Help me out. Roddy at River.Radio. Try and get me more than three out of five. Hey there, Mr. Chaplin. You may think I'm rather small. Cause the posh papers are falling at your feet So go ahead and snub me And don't return my call And build your house on top of Easy Street But what you're gonna do when it all falls down Cause I let a little spread what you're gonna do if I change the name of the person sleeping in your bed what you're gonna do when I tell the tale that makes the country turn its head just a little gossip and just a little lie I'll simply say the little tramp is just a little spy and what's he gonna do gonna do when the money's gone and who you're gonna buy to care what you're gonna do when the country says now get yourself out of here what you're gonna paint when you cannot paint the town i'm gonna wipe the smile from that famous little clown and what you're gonna do when it A new one on me. What is it? What is it you knew it? I I just know it from 
singing really but um it's just about his demise isn't it and how she's just has all this info on him but yeah Yeah, it's chaplin the yeah chaplin wow great song great right well you're listening to river radio online at river.radio on apple android and alexa you can listen again on our website we're a podcast on apple and spotify and we're coming very soon to dab even sooner than that the answers (laughs) to the quiz Right, the time has come for me to expose my ignorance once more. <laughs> Let's go through the answers. Yes, so the first question, in the sound of music, who is the youngest member of the Von Trapp family and how old? I'm going to guess Liesl Six. Close, kind oh, really? of. <laughs> <laughs> that it, was um, a very sympathetic. Yes, uh, Gretel and she's five. Oh, okay, right, is Liesl one of them? No, have I made that I, up? I, yeah. I, um, and then, uh, no way of sugarcoating that. No, just plain wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, number two, what musical features... Oh, hang on, hang on. I need to prove that I got that wrong. Okay, there we go. Yeah, sorry. That's all right. Uh, what musical features these props? Fish, guitar, yellow hat and beer. That is come from away. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, Dame Judi Dench was originally set to play the role of Grizabella and Cats, but due to an injury was an, unable to perform. Who then played that role? Elaine Page. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's where she came from. Yes, absolutely. Uh, number four, how many colours are there in Joseph's amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat? Do you know, I've entirely forgotten this and I haven't had time to count them. I'm going to go 34. Oh, wow. Uh, 29. <laughs> Do you know what? Just like last time, I'm going to go home and spend all the way... <laughs> Counting them through just really? to be bloody minded. <laughs> Charlie's looking at me like, are you that mm. boring? <laughs> and then number five, in High School Musical, what is the name of the character who likes to bake and what does he cook? Um, I have no idea because I have never seen it. That is, that is illegal. Zeke. Yes. I've had help. <gasps> oh. Oh my gosh. Uh, creme brulee. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. clutch from the jaws of defeat. There we go. Fantastic. <laughs> Two dings for that. Do I get Two. Yeah, we'll yes. Well, mm, considering really. that you didn't do very well in the rest hey, of the quiz. <laughs> don't patronise me. Okay, I'll take three out of five for that. Yes. Thank you, Finn, for helping me out with that. <laughs> very good. I feel relieved to have support. Okay, right now, it's time for us to go into the vault together. Exciting. Come on in, it's a bit gloomy in here today. Right, okay, I'm in. And oh, pull that door to behind okay, you. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. <clears throat> right, now, I'm just going to rifle through the Rolodex to see what we've got coming out of the vault today. And it's one for you, by the looks of it, and it's D4... Dogfight! Ooh, Ooh my favourite! Dogfight! <laughs> so, it is a musical um, uh, composed by Benji Pasek and Justin Paul, who, ah, yeah, who wrote Paul, yeah. um, other musicals like Dear Evan Hansen and Greatest Showman. Um, and it's uh, set in the Vietnam War, around these group of soon-to-be Marines, led by Eddie Birdlace. But before going off to war, they decide to partake in a dogfight. A dogfight is where a group of guys find the ugliest date, bring them to a party, dance with them, and whoever scores the best slash worst out of ten wins the money. Oh, sounds charming. I know. However, Eddie has a change of heart, and it follows the story of him and his date, Rose. Oh. I know. Um, What is the song we've got for us? Oh, what we're going to play? Up here, I've got First Date Last Night. Yes. so that, where does that come yeah, in the show? So this is after Eddie has had a change of heart and it's his last night and it's her first date and it just kind of showcases the nervousness and guilt and the excitement that comes along with it. Oh, lovely. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> 
glow A light to blanket night like summer snow We'll let it pour Just cover up whatever came before Sea breeze whips through And makes you do some shit you'd never do Talking queer Why the hell are you still here? And we go Don't know why I decided to come Don't know why I decided to come Just walk Blank slate, blank stare Yeah, you made her cry, why do you care? What a cold Look at her, she looks so cold And we go But alright So take her out Give him a shot Cause people can surprise you Or not And we go That's great. I love the orchestration. I know. It's gorgeous. Fun fact, Derek Klenner and Lindsay Mendez, who played the roles of Eddie and Rose, actually went on to play um, Fierro and Alphaba in Wicked together. <laughs> really? There must be some chemistry there. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been in it? Ever seen it? No, I did see it. Um, the Jam Theatre did it back in 2016. Oh. And what an amazing production that was. Oh, great. Uh, still to come, find out if you've correctly managed to name that show. But now to our Spotlight interview. Woo-woo!
Boulet, lovely to meet you. Welcome to Stage Door. Thank you, Roddy. I wanted to start with a question that I ask many of our guests on the programme, which is how you fell into performance. But of course, in your case, many people will know your meteoric rise to fame <laughs> on New Faces. So tell us the path that led to that show. Well, I actually came to England on holidays in the early 70s. And it was just an accident that I got into show business because I was just wandering past Shaftesbury Theatre. Mm. And at the time, Madame Tussauds had this logo, which was a rainbow coloured hair. Oh, you yeah. wouldn't remember. You weren't even born then. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw this building, which is, had a rounded front like Madame Tussauds. There was a long queue of people. And I thought, oh, Madame Tussauds, because right on top was a head, rainbow coloured head. Yeah. And so I joined two hours later. I found out it was an audition for hair. I was going to say, was it hair? Yeah. <laughs> it was hair. Cut a long story short, I sang The Sound of Music, which is unusual for hair. Absolutely. But I had spent a long time in the convent. So I sang The Sound of Music and um, got the job because they were looking for a soprano. And everybody else was singing the, you know, let the sun shine. But what they wanted someone to sing the Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. So they were looking for someone with a kind of soprano voice. Yeah, that's how I started. Amazing. Had you been in that show when ITV spotted you then? Oh, good heavens. No, ITV didn't spot me. Actually, I did the show, went on to another show in the West End, went on to Jesus Christ Superstar. And then I did a show called The Black Mikado, which was my first principal role in London. I played Yum Yum in that show. Brilliant. But there was a single in the show, The Moon and I, which is the son who's raised, Gilbert and Sullivan. Yeah. And the DJs just couldn't pronounce my name. They would go, that was Patricia and 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 that was yum yum <laughs> from, <laughs> oh, from no. the Black Mikado. Yeah. So I thought, oh no, that name has got to go. You didn't have a name like Patricia and Gozi Ebigwe. You'd want to change it. <laughs> I actually filched it off an English actress. <laughs> She was one of those fabulous ladies in the black and white days. Uh, amazing. <laughs> and my agent at the time put me up for new faces. I tell you the story. I turned up late. I'm usually a very punctual person. But that day, I just thought, you know what? I don't want to do this because Same. the judges were cruel. Yeah. But I had a new agent and agents for black actors or actresses or entertainers were just zero in those days. I can imagine. And so I that. thought, well, I've just got to show up. When I got there, they were on strike. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. And so I was the last person to audition for New Faces. Wow. Yeah. And then, and then you got the highest score ever. Incredible. I mean, it's just fate. And how brilliant to be a trailblazer, though. I was just surviving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just letting life take me where, where it would take me. Well, it's taken you to some funny places because I see that you're a YouTube hit. You've got two shows, including the vlogging grandmother. Uh, what, <laughs> what got you into online streaming? Was it the grandkids? Well, no, actually. I give lectures at Middlesex. University. Oh. I've been doing it for 10 years. What I do at the university is to get undergraduates ready for life after university. I'm very outspoken. I'm not PC <laughs> because I believe young people need the truth. Great. And so the fact that they have me back every year means maybe they need the truth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I was doing lectures, I thought I could still give the message across to young people. They wouldn't take it from Patty Boulay, but they would take it from her grandmother. So that's why I called it I the bloody grandmother. Yeah. Now, I see you did Celebrity MasterChef. Have you always been a king cook or was that something of a new challenge? Roddy, <laughs> do you want to go there? I tell you, I love cooking, okay, but 
like I said, I'm African. I've never been fond of decorated food. I like the real deal. Oh, my gosh. I was just opening Aretha and me when I got a call. It was my opening night. Oh, somebody had dropped out. 36 hours notice. I had never watched the program, so I didn't know it was a specialist thing. I mean, I was thinking, how hard can it be to slap a curry on a plate? (laughs) I thought oh, the word slap, rude awakening. slap tells you everything, doesn't it? Yeah. Rude <laughs> But I had so much fun. There's something I can't not mention, which is your charity work, because how extraordinary mm-hmm. to be acknowledged with an OBE in 2016 for work in the UK and sub-Saharan Africa. We had 3,000 gospel singers at the Royal Abbott Hall wow. to launch the charity. Because it was AIDS charity for Africa, it was difficult, you know, to really get support. Mm. Um, a lot of people made a lot of noise about it, but to actually do the actual real thing, yeah. it's difficult because it was a taboo subject. Yeah. But Sir John Major so kindly agreed to be patron. Wow. That is what helped us. You know, I gathered the 3,000 gospel singers. It took me 12 months, 18 hours a day. Seven days a week. Ooh. Yeah. But we now have five healthcare clinics and a school mm. with Prince oh. Harry's charity. So. Well, congratulations. Yeah. I mean, it's not a big charity. We don't have staff in England. It was just me and my computer, <laughs> my husband and my two children helping me. Well, Seriously, that's all it was Yeah, to build that much. And it must be rather emotional to see the positive effect. The greatest thing was when we got a report that about 2,000 babies were saved, oh. given birth. That was yeah. fantastic. To the show. To Aretha and me, then, at the Kenton on the 5th of March. Yes. What can your audience look forward to in this show? Well, lots of laughter. I can imagine, yeah. Lots <laughs> of fun, dancing. It's funny. Last night, I had three people on stage. Yeah. In the whole audience, only three people agreed to come on stage. So finally, I thought, I'm going to ask them where they're from, because they're definitely not English. <laughs> <laughs> What is it with the English? What is it with you guys? I mean, I come on, I go, are you ready to have some fun? Yeah. Are you ready to sing? Yeah. Are you ready to dance? Yeah. Time to dance. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. So when I asked them, one from Sicily, one from Italy, and the other from Poland. <laughs> oh, God. Of course they were, yeah. I'm thinking, oh, my word. But some places, there was a place where there were more people on stage, so much so that you couldn't find me. <laughs> <laughs> you got lost but in the melee. But that was lovely. Of course. Unbelievable. You know, they loved Aretha Franklin's song. And I said, listen, it's a big stage. Come on stage. Way. So many floods of people and people standing up in the aisles and dancing. And it was lovely. Uh, it's yeah. that's to me, that's what I do. I entertain people. Oh, sounds cracking. Sounds huge fun. Are you getting good audiences? Oh, yes. Actually, it's getting better. In London, for example, Great. the gigs are sold out. Brilliant. You had a pause, didn't you, for the show? You started this a couple of years ago and you were struck by lockdown. We were. We had 40 gigs planned, 40 shows. And lockdown came and I thought, 
Well, thank God for that, actually. <laughs> we should have spaced them a bit more. <laughs> no spring chicken, you know. And I honestly, yeah. I dance a lot on stage. I lose yeah. weight every time I go on stage. Yeah, and I can sense it's going to keep your audience fit as <laughs> well. Aretha's music is so good, makes you dance. And I put some dance music, which I've written myself, in there too. So, it's, yeah. Brilliant. I tell stories. I draw comparisons between Aretha Franklin's life and my life. I see. And career. Funny, funny comparisons, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky comparisons, <laughs> to, put it, to put it lightly. <laughs> but, you know, I, I like the audience to laugh, cry, dance, sing, just just be alive again. It's Perfect. just to make us feel alive again. Yeah, Patty, lovely to meet you today. Thank you for talking to us on Stage Door. And you too, Roddy. God bless you. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I can't tell you how much I enjoy talking to Patty. I can't commend that show to you enough either. I mean, I've been going around since talking to her, Mm. just beaming at the recollection. (laughs) She just brings sunshine. And dancing is good for the soul. I mean, all right, if you can't get up and dance, she's well up for you clapping along. But Aretha's the queen of soul. And our souls all need a good pickup at the minute. Have a go along and have a good dance. Uh, And then she's got I'm Coming Out, uh, Diana Ross Supremes show coming up as well. So lots to look forward to. Patty is at the Kenton Theatre in Henley, right here in the Thames Valley, this weekend, the 5th of March, Saturday. Get your tickets now. Uh, Right, we need to polish off Name That Show. Name That Show. Now, somebody did message in after the second one. John is in the second column, so get his name down there. John without an H yet, John. Here's the third clip, your last chance to get on the leaderboard for today. You always a day. That's that's it. They're short ones because you will know this. You'll kick yourself if you haven't got it yet. So uh, time for the answer. Charlie, stand by. What was that? What's the musical it's from? The musical is Annie. Yeah. I was in that at school. Really? Yeah, I played a, I played a little bellhop. <laughs> I played a little bellhop in an outrage, outrageously um, embarrassing blue little outfit. No. Um, what else did I know? I think it was the radio announcer. Have you ever done it? I have not. You'd have made a lovely Annie. Oh. And I say you'd have made. It's, I'm afraid you're at that stage now where you realise that some casting opportunities yeah. are just slipping away from mm. you. What would you do in it if you could play anything in Annie? Ooh. I fancy being rooster. Yes. Is no, that sort of cheeky? Yeah, one? absolutely. Or Daddy Warbucks. I don't know. I feel <laughs> well, like... I'm bald enough. I could be Daddy <laughs> Warbucks. Would you do a Miss Hannigan? Ooh. Yeah, I would love to play Miss Hannigan. In fact, dream role. If you could do absolutely anything, what would you go off and do? Well, I actually really want to play Corny Collins in Hairspray if they ever depend, if they ever decide to switch it up. Okay. <laughs> I, I just love him. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's no reason why not. They just flipped company in the West End a yep. couple of years yep. ago. So maybe maybe your uh, dreams will come true. Maybe. Right. So as always, we end the show by playing out the full track of tomorrow from Annie. But for this week, that's it from us. Join Roddy and Joe back in the country and the studio next Thursday at 11 on River Radio. And on DAB for more from, from the stage door. Thank you, Charlie. The sun will come out tomorrow Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow There'll be sun Just thinking about tomorrow Clears away the cobwebs and the sorrow Till there's none When I'm stuck with the day 
Hang on till tomorrow. Come with me.